Welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast, the show for small and medium-sized businesses who want to get more traffic, get more leads, and get more sales from their website. So if you want to improve your business strategy, stay up to date with the latest sales and marketing technology and learn specific marketing tactics that can keep your business ahead of the pack, then this is the show for you as the JDR Group bring you ideas, motivation and inspiration to help you attract your ideal clients and customers. And here's your host, Will Williamson. Hello and welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast. Uh, this is me, Will Williamson, once again with you from the JDR Group, and I'm here with David Roberts. Hi, Dave. Hey, Will, and hello to our listeners. I understand our audience is growing, steadily growing. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so welcome. If you are new to the show, it's great to have you here joining us. Yeah, and all donations are greatly received, Will. Absolutely. Well, yeah. it's a it's that time of year, isn't it? That's it's a right. charitable time That's of year. Right. That's right. If you can find it in your hearts That's right. <laughs> to donate to our podcast, uh, yeah. we would much appreciate that. That's right. Uh, our topic this week is what makes a, a really good business-to-business marketing strategy. Now, it's the time of year where businesses are planning their marketing or planning their, their goals and what they want to achieve for 2016, isn't it? Yeah, it is, Will. And um, a lot of business owners and businesses have good intentions, don't they? In terms of what 2016 or what the new year ahead is going to look like. But not many of them hit those marks, do they? No, that's right. It's a distinct lack of planning. If you're listening to this and you're kind of just scrambling to get everything complete and done for customers before Christmas, you might be thinking, well, I don't have the time to get any planning done this mm. year. But hopefully, you know, the, the, the Christmas break does afford you a bit of time where it's really good, I always find anyway, to sit down and, you know, with the phones not ringing and with no emails to answer for a little bit, you can start to, you know, really get your plans straight for next year and... Yeah, and be um, strategic about it. And in terms of strategy, you know, we, we've talked about, we're talking here about business to business marketing strategy. So um, with consumers, business to consumer products, where you've got a, a product or a service that you're selling to, to Joe Public, for want of a better phrase, marketing strategies differ a little bit. So, you know, with, with business to business, um, the differences generally are that you have a slightly longer sales cycle. Um, sales take a bit longer. They're often a bit more complex because you might have a service or a product that you need to provide kind of detailed quotations for uh, or tenders even. Uh, and also, um, they, they can involve a lot more different people. With a consumer, you're dealing generally with one person as it's a one-to-one sale, whereas often in a B2B environment, you're selling to a group of people or a board or there's several decision makers involved. Yeah, absolutely will. And also, when it comes to B2B marketing, quite often it's consultants, coaches and people in that ilk that are really good at what they do, but they don't seem to prioritise the planning and, and the strategic objectives of where the company, where their companies are going and what they want their companies to achieve mm-hmm. in any particular year. It's almost done on the back of a fact packet, as they used to say. I, I would, what I would say, I'd say that a lot of consultants and coaches are probably the best at doing that because that's often what they do for a living. Whereas it's um, a lot of other smaller businesses that are perhaps not as good at doing that planning and that uh, that, that strategic oh, I disagree with you, Will. I think there's a lot of consultants out there who don't understand the real emphasis and importance of having a even a marketing plan mm-hmm. yeah and that's why a lot of their marketing in their companies tends to be hit and miss feast and famine mm. yeah lack of belief skeptical 
and because they're not doing it. And it's true. How many business coaches have we met that actually don't run their own businesses in the way that they would tell their clients to run their businesses? Yeah, so, a lot. Yes. Um, However, well, let's make sure that any business coaches out there, we are not referring to them. If they're listening to our podcast, they're clearly in the minority. Well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so, you know, in in a, in a business to business environment, some of the actual tactics are, are, are quite different. So a lot of a lot of people in in manufacturing, construction, um, software, IT, etc., they'll have salespeople, so they'll be doing telemarketing. Mm. Traditionally, anyway, telemarketing, direct mail, events and trade shows are a big one. Yeah, networking. Networking. Word of yeah. mouth. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they'd really focus on, word of mouth. Yeah, email marketing. Yeah. Now, obviously, with the way that the digital world has changed, that will be a lot more now um, kind of inbound marketing, um, so websites, social media, LinkedIn. And um, I think over the last, well, over the last 10, 15 years, this, this, a strategy for business-to-business marketing has, has totally changed because buyers, are, the way buyers are working in the B2B environment has changed, hasn't it? Absolutely. They're, well. they're doing a lot more of their own research now. Yeah. They, they've done, uh, on average, approximately 57% of the decision-making process is done prior to make an inquiry. Yeah, so uh, most of them are doing their, they've got the internet now, they've got computers in their pockets on their mobiles and their tablets and they're able to do a, a lot of research about a company, a potential supplier and what wor- work out what products and services they need without actually getting a salesperson involved. So as a B2B company, if you're not positioning yourself when they're looking and you're not positioning yourself in the right place in the right way, then you can come out less of a choice. You become the least available choice because your competitors look far more effective than you do online. Yes. And you know, we talk a lot about content marketing. We talked about content marketing last week's show. And one of the, the things that content marketing does by producing blogs and articles and videos and, and that type of informational educational content on a regular basis helps to position you as an expert and that really makes a difference in those B2B sales. So. Yeah, and if any of our listeners doubt that, let's ask them to do some searches themselves mm-hmm. in their own industry or in industries they might be interested in or a service that they might be interested in and see for themselves the information comes up and how that information is received and there's always going to be a thought leader there now in most industries and everyone has that opportunity to be a thought leader everyone has that opportunity to be there when our potential customers or clients are looking for us and the digital path is one that they can take easily and effectively and the most, the biggest reason why people don't take advantage of that is because they lack a strategic plan to go after that kind of business. Now, for the past two weeks, Dave, I don't know about you, but every time I've talked to a client about strategy, they've brought up that guy from The Apprentice, this year's Apprentice. Have they won? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. Richard, right? Richard, Richard yeah. The Richard, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Funny and enough, Will, somebody compared. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. They're bringing back memories now. Yeah. <laughs> So, and I think like when people talk, when you talk about strategy, all right, it can be a bit airy fairy, can't it? Yeah, you know, it can. What, what was what was his phrase? Uh, helping to disperse the clouds, that, that's a right. clear path from base camp to the summit <laughs> of business success. That's well uh, remembered. Well, yeah, yeah, and it's uh, and it's. So we don't want to come across like uh, <laughs> no. two Richards here. <laughs> no, 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 exactly. But, but it is. Uh, it can, it's, it's, it's still it's marketing speak, isn't it? Though? Yeah. But um, uh, it's actually, 
doing the thing, basically doing the thinking before the doing is so vital, isn't it? Yeah, it's all I can do is agree with you, Will, because it is vital. We know it's vital. And I wonder how many of our listeners out there now uh, nod in the head that they know it's vital, but either they don't know where to start mm. or they're not doing it because they're to, so busy doing other things. And what we want to achieve through this podcast is they understand that one of the reasons why they might not be making any traction with their digital footprint is because they're working tactically rather than strategically. Now, let me explain that a little bit, you know. What somebody typically wakes up and or is in a pub or with somewhere at dinner with someone and they say, Are you on LinkedIn? Oh no, I'm not on LinkedIn. Oh yeah, I am on LinkedIn, but I get nothing of it. Oh, I get something from LinkedIn. Oh, do you? How do you do that then? Well, I've done this and done that and I've done the other. Fantastic. So they carry on with their meal or carry on watching a football match or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. They get into their business Monday morning. They're all enthusiastic, empowered. They get onto LinkedIn. They start doing everything their mate tells them to do. They look at this, look at that, put the picture up, write all this history, and then sit back and expect all the world to come to their LinkedIn page and give them a flood of business. It's like, that's the magic pill that they've been oh, missing all this time. Man, that's all they oh, needed man. to do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. And un- unfortunately also, Will, there's some peddlers out there that go and see people who talk to them about tactical channels mm. that are great channels, but they need to be used properly and as part of an overall plan and unfortunately that's seriously lacking in most businesses out there in the small to medium size world so a few months ago we, we, we published an article uh, which was what makes a, a great business to business marketing strategy and we identified kind of six things that should go into marketing strategy just to help kind of crystallize this into something that's that's practical and the, the first one was vision yeah. uh, how does you how does your marketing goals align with the actual vision of your company and where you're trying to take the business in the long term? Yeah, yeah. Vision is hard work, you know, Will, if you have not yeah. one. Mm. Because you really got to think about all sorts of things. You know, you got to think about how you want your business to operate, how mm. you want it to be perceived, where you're going, what staff you need, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And um, a lot of people have an actual challenge with vision. Yeah, agreed, agreed. It's hard to see further than the next three months, six months. Yeah, and vision takes a little bit of belief and a bit of imagination. Yeah. If you mix those two things together, then you start creating a roadmap for where your business could be. And it really isn't just 10% better than last year, is it? No, it's not. It's not. Which is how a lot of people, that my vision is just a little bit better than where I am now. Exactly. It's the old elephant, isn't it, Will? What tends to happen is that they try and tackle everything all at once. You wouldn't eat an elephant all at once, would you? Okay. Okay. What you would do is you would, you know, um, forgive me, all elephants out there, animal lovers, it's just an analogy. Okay. But you, what you would do... I don't think is, anyone's thinking yeah, you actually yeah, eat elephants. Yeah, exactly. Though. I know you said well, you liked to grow up last week, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just as a caveat. Just to well. clarify. Yeah, yeah but it's, <laughs> it's, breaking something, it's breaking something like that down and having it a bit at a time. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about today. Yep. Taking the big picture, then breaking it down into bite-sized chunks that you can actually uh, manage. Yeah, and, and your marketing should be aligned to the overall vision for your business. Um, the second one is your unique selling proposition, Yeah. USP. And, yeah, yeah. Everybody thinks they understand what a USP is well, but 
do they? For most people, it's we provide a great service yeah. at a fair price. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Or we are um, we're big enough to cope, but small yeah. enough to care. Um, yeah, I've absolutely. seen that USP hundreds of times. Or, or simply the best. Simply the best. <laughs> That's just Tina Turner. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or Chris Eubank. <laughs> but um, yeah, it is, isn't it? So understanding what is your unique difference between you and your competitors is really important and that's what people buy into. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get out there and find out what your USP is. How many times we look at a website and go, well, what's the USP of this business? Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's Again, yeah. go back to The Apprentice. Yeah. Just had the final... Big thing. Yeah, yeah, that's What's, right. I, I yeah, won't yeah. spoil it for you. No, Dave, well, you I haven't watched it. it yet. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, it caught me out. I won't spoil it for any of our yeah, listeners. Yeah, yeah, don't spoil it. But uh, I, yeah, I will say yeah. that USP is one of the things that they focus on in when they're interviewing people about those business plans. What's what's different about it? Yeah. How is this different from everything else that's out there right now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if you do that with an existing business, then um, you'll be so much better. Yeah, absolutely. And that ties into number three, which is your core message. Yeah. And the key, uh, the key things that you want to communicate through your marketing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, there's if you, you know, Domino's Pizza is a is a great advocate of those two things: core message and mm-hmm. USBs. But are we are we really thinking about what when somebody comes across our business for the first time? What's the message you want mm-hmm. them to get about your business, mm-hmm. and how much does that message resonate mm-hmm. with solving that potential customer or client's problem? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Number four is is target market. Target market. Your ideal kind of target. Business client, customer yeah, port- that's right. pers- uh, portfolio. How many times, Will, do we come across people who think they know what their target market is? And when we've worked with them for a while, we recognise that their target market is, is totally different it's to, different, to yeah. where they're aiming their or business. Or actually, they think, well, you know, actually they've got lots of target markets and they think yeah. they've just got one. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's absolutely. a great book by Jack Trout that I recommend to everybody oh, yeah. called Differentiate or Die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in that book, it really does articulate very well how you can differentiate your business. And I recommend to everybody to go out and get that book. It's still in print, although it's it's, it's uh, quite a few years old now, but it's bang up today. So the the next stage, and this is the step that I think most people miss out, is. Once you know your target market and you define your ideal customer profile, uh, it's um, who are the buyers in those businesses? Because yeah. in a B2B company, you deal with different people at different levels. It might be a buying manager, it might be an engineer, it might be uh, the CEO, or it could be an administrator. It could be different people. And understanding who the buyers are, actually, the individuals that you deal with, helps you communicate with them. Yeah, and and so what books do they read? What mm. magazines do they buy? Where do, what demographic are they? You know, what do they do in their social time, etc., mm. etc. All these aspects are extremely important, and all that stuff helps you go. You know, understand where to find them and and what kind of topics they're going to be interested in. And if you understand what their goals are and what their objections to your product or service are and what their fears are. Then in the sales process, you can address those. Absolutely, and and then and then you can do everything so much easier that we talked about thus far: vision, USP, core message, target market. Mm. Yeah, becomes so much easier. But it takes a little bit of work. 
So how many people don't take the time? And there's lots of people in business that do take the time as well, Will. Mm. A lot of what we've discussed, there are very good businesses doing it. I don't want anyone to get the impression that most people don't do it because there's a lot of good businesses doing it. But the reason why they are good is because they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then final, final number six is the buyer journey, and that's understanding your buyer personas and, and the journey, what they do when and what questions they have at different points in the buying process and the decision-making process. And now you can create the right digital footprint that talks to your ideal customer. Mm. If you do, there's more things you can do, but those are very five very good key things that you can do Without any help, you can research it quite easily, and then you can even research how to implement it. It's not mm. difficult, mm. but just get out there and do it because it will take your business wherever you want it to go, not just in 2016, but beyond. Oh, absolutely. Well, on that note, uh, I'd like to wish everybody listening a very Merry Christmas. Yeah. Enjoy your break, enjoy your grub, enjoy your grub day. Yeah, yeah, I will. I've got the brandy cream already, Will, yeah, so you, you that's a good start. Got the elephant steaks ready. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Have, a, have a happy new year. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back in January yeah, with a yeah. brand new show for you. And, that's right. You know, let's, here's to having a very, very successful yeah. 2016. Brilliant. And if anybody um, acts on any of the information we've already said in our podcast, or indeed on this particular podcast, feel free to email us at podcast at jdrgroup.co.uk. Bye, everyone. Happy New Year. Bye.